but for me it was more like okay what kind of conversations do I want to have what do I want to be talking about who do I want to meet who do I want to mix with who do I want to support and for me I love like I have this kind of innate feeling like everyone could have their own business because I actually genuinely believe that so it's like if I'm working with a client I'm I feel like I'm always going to be angling like you know you could make a business out of that you could <laughs> so I feel like I should probably just work with people who actually genuinely like want businesses or are in business because I just I'm so passionate about that um, and so I get to meet the most amazing people that are really driven and passionate and excited and 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 learn too obviously I learn from my clients and get inspired by them so um, yeah it's really more me deciding what I want to be around and then creating the business around that try encourage everyone to do that was Emily Gallagher this is Doug the podcast Kia Maya Kia Welcome to Doug it, your daily dose of D-O-U-N-G to send you through the day feeling tip top and today on the podcast we've got Emily Gallagher to do just that and Emily is the woman behind the girl boss, the boss behind Conscious Boss. And um, she's a, a wellness business coach for women. Um, and yeah, she's been doing wonderful things. Uh, she does events, coaches people. Um, has a wonderful story and is out there doing it which is kind of what the podcast is about for those who are tuning in who are new it's about people who are doing making things happen and uh, that's kind of a big message of hers is like start now no matter what you've got if you've got a, a relationship you want to work on a business a, a adventure whatever it might be just get get going why not start now you can there's a step you could take right at this moment whether it was making a phone call writing something down a book out um, you know we can make it happen and she's been making it happen recently she had uh, Preston Smiles and his partner Lexi out here um, doing a really cool event I missed it but I heard it was amazing and we've got a bonus special for those who did miss it like me we've got the link uh, to a recorded session that she did with them so thank you em for that it's a uh, very generous so i'm going to tune into that and uh the link will be in the show notes but it's interesting i started seeing emily doing all these wonderful videos but part of me kind of the old me uh would would because I, I, that's part of i actually want to be a life coach as well to some extent but health and happiness is my focus um and i'll see emily doing these videos i'm like oh she's out there doing it like and part of me is I don't know whether it's jealous or, um, you know, wants to bring them down, that kind of tall poppy thing. And I was kind of observing that. I'm like, what is that feeling that someone's doing it and I want to be doing it? Um, And then I thought, no, that's like so great of her to do it and to talk to her about it. It was really liberating. And uh, I was talking to my sister earlier and her friend about Dr. Libby mentioned that, you know, she used to get this feeling when she saw a speaker. And... I think we all get it for some reason, different people trigger it in us and and it's like that observation of of 
what's that triggering in us? It's not the other person doing it. It's like our interpretation of the world. And uh, so it really got me motivated to talk to him and find out and, and turn that kind of maybe aspect of jealousy that I kind of made the steps myself into like curiosity and uh, get chanted to her and it was so great. So I really appreciated Em's time and uh, what she's doing. She's such a gift and a wonderful person. And um, and I also had a friend over just before and we like just uncovering her past and what she had been through to get to where she was with all kinds of you know family and, and different issues. And it just took me kind of back and you, we don't know the challenges people are dealing with and what they're battling through each day. And when you kind of hear someone's story and the struggles they've had, and it's all relative, so it could be a breakup. Like Emily mentioned, she had a breakup, but this other person had um, something much earlier in their life. And and you just don't know these struggles people have. And, and it gives you great empathy when you hear them or experience them yourself, that it can also be a great gift, but it's also a wonderful reminder to be open and loving and, and no matter what no matter what because everyone's everyone's got challenges their inner demons and um and to have a life coach to help you get through some of these and to to sound a sounding board uh, it's such it's such a wonderful thing and so emily is a great coach if you're a girl boss and you got a wellness or you want to be one and you've got a wellness idea or business uh get in touch with her and uh, she's also got her brother and I'm going to get into the happiness and health coaching that's uh, I think that's something I really want to do so you're welcome to contact me and I'll include her brother's link in the podcast too and all the other links we talk about because there's some uh, wonderful ones um, so thanks again for tuning in I hope you enjoy it and find some coaches in your life I've got one for my handstand Serge or if you want to do handstands and you're in Auckland check out my friend Serge I'll throw him in the podcast uh, show notes he's a plant powered boss of an athlete um, and having these people to hold you accountable like so many days I just don't feel like doing handstands but if I've got one booked in with surge it just happens so that's what coaches are there for they're not to be your friends but they're kind of the, the best friends the ones that really kind of make you want to be a better person that kind of lift you up when you're feeling down or just give you that extra push to, to make it happen so get some coaches tune in well, it's up to you, but if you feel, I think it's such a wonderful thing. I think coaches work for me, and I think they work for a lot of people. And uh, and so maybe you'll be inspired to get one yourself, because you never know. We don't know what we don't know. Uh, so think less, experience more, maybe get a coach. I suggest you do, and as always, hope you dug it. Thank you for listening. Share a friend. If, if it's helping you, you know, it might help someone else. So. Much love is Emily Gallagher. To run and fly, so with your angels, it all happens in this present moment when you trust without fear. But the, the pillars of having, exactly like you say, like different ways to... Mm. Uh, different ways for people to get a piece of you? Yeah, yeah. yeah providing... As if you're reliant on just one pillar yeah. for everything. If that goes down, you <laughs> kind of... Um, 
<clears throat> yeah, have you read Jay Abrahams? No. Uh, oh man, you'd love. What is it? You'd love it. I've got his book actually. I'll um, I'll uh, give it. Send it to me. I'll show. I'll show it to you. And, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think you'd love it. It's. He's got a few different yeah. books. I think this one is. Um, oh, I forgot the exact name of it, but he's a marketing. Okay. Genius, genius on, yeah. on all that. But um, so if we're starting fresh for those tuning in, um. How would you describe what you do now, Em? So, yeah, we're on. We're Sweet. on. We, it's casual. We can edit. The, <laughs> I'm like, are we on? The, Is this the, live? Okay. Um, so what I do, and it's interesting, I really need to work on a more succinct answer to this because I'm getting it more and more frequently. Um, but what I do is I'm a life and business coach to women in the wellness industry, primarily women. So I work with women who are at the early stages of starting their business um, or launching a new project to really walk them through um, creating that. Um, and I also do events for wellness entrepreneurs or conscious business owners through conscious boss clique cool and that you're just saying before that this is kind of the first week you're full-time mm. so you've been like what what led you into the life coaching and what have you been doing to get here on the way like so yeah like where'd you grow up and what'd you study and the, sweet where's, where's the backstory? story yeah, yeah cool well, <laughs> that was well too much yeah I'm totally intrigued. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So um, I've always, like from a young age, I always was really driven and motivated and I always thought that I would end up like in business or like my, my dream was I wanted to be a CEO of a multinational corporation <laughs> when I was like growing up um, and I always had this really innate sense of drive um, and then I went to university so I've got a business degree, I studied international business and economics and I where'd went over to... Do, where'd you do that? AUT. Okay. Yeah, well, shout out AUT. So you're from Auckland as well? <laughs> from Auckland, yeah. yeah. So I grew up in Auckland, um, I left New Zealand when I was 21 so I did a semester of my degree in Hong Kong because um, oh, wow. I did international business, yeah, which was amazing. I think that was a real turning point for me because um, it really opened my eyes to a lot of the world and a lot of adventure and I was young and, and it was just a really great experience for me. Um, so then I came home and did move to Sydney and did like my, my internship essentially um, in a mergers and acquisitions firm in Sydney in my past life and then went to Europe actually and worked on super yachts um, for a year and did a bit more travel and then landed in Sydney, started working in finance. Um, and it was probably around about the time I lost my father in 2012. And I think through that time I kind of came home and sort of started to learning to surf and just having some time at home, just dealing with obviously the loss of that. And then went back to Sydney and realized I wanted to be back in New Zealand. So I'd been away for about four or five years. And then from there, I just really kind of reassessed what I wanted. I'd always been really interested in health and wellness and actually got involved in a network marketing business in that space. So that was kind of, I guess, the first entry into having my own business, working in wellness, um, and also working in coaching because I was working with people to help them build their businesses as well, which is obviously What, what was that business? Herbalife. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like nutritional supplements yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, and that was around about the time that kind of got really heavy into personal development. So I went to Tony Robbins, Unleash the Power Thin in like oh, 2012. Yeah. <laughs> then went to Date with Destiny. And then from there, because my brother is very, he's a coach as well. So he works primarily with male entrepreneurs, funnily oh, enough. And so I what's was... What's your brother's name? Cameron Gallagher. Cameron Yeah. Cool. Um, and so he, yeah, so I was exposed, I guess, to the world of coaching at an earlier age, I guess. I kind of knew you could 
do that um, and then yeah so then got really into personal development did a lot of courses Martini, um, you know just really got heavily into that sort of world and then actually like there was actually like a lightning bolt moment that happened for me I went to a meditation course um, up in K Road and I had this moment where I had in this like the first meditation and I felt this really 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 strong moment of clarity where I just felt this like my network marketing business being kind of nudged away like like I was being encouraged to think about something differently and like that's not for you and just sort of saw the or heard names of the couple of mentors that I followed in this wellness space so like Marie Folio, Chris Carr and Gabrielle Bernstein they were the names that came sort of to me and I just kind of knew that like I was meant to do something different and I always had this gut feeling that like the network marketing thing wasn't my forever and that just kind of solidified that for me and then I don't really know what happened next, but it was like six weeks later. It's like I went home, I went onto my computer and somehow ended up on Gabrielle Bernstein's website. And she was having a masterclass in New York like six weeks later. And it was this huge stretch, but I just was like, I need to be there. I just don't know what, but I need to be there. And so six weeks later, I was in New York at her masterclass. And that's kind of where everything really changed for me because it was really the main thing I got out of that was like, I was no longer gonna let like fear be what drove my life and I was like okay I'm going to do this I'm going to give it a go and a lot of people at that masterclass was about 250 people were coaches so it was kind of like hey I don't really know what the next step is but this is probably a good starting point so then I came home I sort of started conscious boss you know on Facebook and Instagram or whatnot and just slowly started putting content out not really knowing what I was doing <laughs> and and then, yeah, it just kind of grew from there. I'm not sure how long of the story you want, but we're nearly there. Um, and then got, yeah, put on a workshop in sort of March of 2015 with my friend Abby, who's a nutritionist. Um, Abby Lee? No, no Abby, um, Abby O'Rourke from okay. Feel Fresh Nutrition. <laughs> and we put on a little workshop called The Body Project, which was kind of a combination of like spirituality and women's wellness and nutrition. And that was like the first time I was kind of stepping out into my business. Um, and then I sort of worked with probably about two clients all of 2015 um, and started with, um, I actually studied. So I, I went to study life coaching in 2015 and started working at Lululemon. So, which is obviously where I met you. And so Lululemon was really kind of the the space that I really realized who I wanted to work with and what I wanted to do. So I was the community manager there and would throw a lot of events and was really passionate about all these amazing people starting these wellness businesses and really sort of scouting them out and figuring how I could help them grow their businesses and how we could use the Lululemon platform. So yeah, sort of through doing that, I realized that's who I really wanted to work with. So now, you know, I work primarily with women in the wellness industry, helping them grow their businesses, and I throw a lot of events. So it's kind of the process that's gotten me to where I am now. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, what was the meditation course? I think I saw some pamphlets for a meditation yeah. course in Cairo. Was it a specific It's just the Stride Stry Chimney one. So okay, um, cool. he's been around like, that. it's been around forever. Mm. Um yeah it's just that fateful day that <laughs> and I think it really was honestly just a moment of what, making, 
what got you to choose that course or, what, or why? Had you been doing any meditation before that? Or? Um, yeah, well, my brother's really spiritual, so I was always encouraged into that space. And also, obviously, um, yeah, I think through that kind of influence, I tried it on and, and just wanted to know more around sort of how to do that and how to create those habits. Um, yeah, I never went back, but, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I still meditate today, but not religiously but what's the meditation my if, you, if you do one is it that is it what they taught you on that course well, what they taught was very was yeah. very sort of simple meditation but um and i usually i just kind of create i think it's more just about creating presence and stillness it's not that mm. i follow a specific tactic or style it's more just about being intentional about creating a bit of space um and a bit of stillness you know however that looks mm. sometimes it looks like a walk sometimes it looks like pulling angel cards and sitting with them for a minute, you know? Yeah, it's interesting. I saw that on one of the, I think the I Am blog piece about yep. you, that, that was part of your morning routine, the yep. angel. What's the angel card? So um, I've got two packs. Um, one is just like a Doreen Virtue angel card and one was one like called God, God and Goddesses or something, which I got from New York. Um, I mean, there's so many, but it's just basically like, it's just kind of a ritual to just get connected to, you know, you sit there slowly and just kind of ask for whatever it is you need to come through in that card, you shuffle them a little bit and see what comes out. And then it's just kind of a nice way to be anchored to something and whatever you resonate with the description, you kind of take that with you in the day or it might be something, something like wisdom or... Yes, or, yeah, so like I used them heavily when I went through my breakup actually. Yeah. Um, and I, I got a lot of um, surrender and release, surrender and release. <laughs> like it came up a lot and I actually found like it helped me a lot. It was just kind of, it's just kind of a way of moving past your logic and your head mm. and kind of going, okay, I know that and I need to know that. And it just kind of re-anchors you to that space. Mm. Um, it's just kind of a tool. Yeah. So there's like healing or body care or like, you know, meditation, playfulness. It's just like, and so you just kind of use it as a reminder to, you know? Cool. I yeah. like those little uh, nuances that people have that yeah. kind of work for them. And um, but it's interesting because yeah, interviewing Jack Miller and then mm. even my dad turned sixty the other day, and his dad died at sixty when he was quite young. Mm. And the Om guys are the same. Like, yeah. Um, and relationship break and those all those. I mean, I haven't been through a death of a really mm. intimate um, immediate family member, but what how did that happen or change your perspective or mm. if if you don't mind no, of course. me asking yeah yeah um it i mean my dad had cancer so it was over about the span of about four years um and it was pretty like sort of up and down process but um and you know i'm really thankful that we got time essentially to come to grips with the fact that he was going to pass away you know rather than suddenly losing someone so you got to process it a little bit more which is amazing um and I think at the time I didn't necessarily feel like it shaped me or obviously it impacted me hugely but um I didn't really feel like it was like ah oh, this moment where I was like okay everything is changing you know mm. I think it was just like a subtle um you know obviously I moved home after that and did look at my life a little closer and I think now it's it's um just I think a, a space of knowing like learnings from what maybe things he didn't deal with in his lifetime too like knowing that there's lessons he didn't process that I need to because I was very like my dad so I think I kind of have that knowing like the things he didn't do I need to do for myself in terms of that um how we hold ourselves and and just knowing that you don't get forever and that you need to live your life you know 
the way that you want to live it and process and heal and grow and, and do all those things, you know, take that on board and, and, and do that for yourself. Mm. Yeah. Well, and what did your parents do growing up? Yeah. Um, also as well, just on that, I think it's, it's a huge, a huge empathy space. So like now I can kind of hold, obviously working with people and coaching them and stuff, I have a bigger capacity to empathize and hold space knowing that that's, you know, something I've been through and can relate. Um, so my different, my dad worked on the oil rigs, so he worked on the oil rigs for like his whole life. So very toxic. Yeah kind of lifestyle and very toxic um, working environment. Did you work down Taranaki at all? He did. I did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yep, down in Taranaki for a few years, like more later, in the later years. Um, and so, yeah, pretty unhealthy lifestyle and environment. Um, and mum did lots of random things. They actually were the first people, plug, first people to bring boxer shorts to New Zealand. Oh, so wow. they like <laughs> sold boxer shorts to um, Smith & Coe's and had a company called Boxer Cotton. Um, which was cool, and they sold. And then mum, mum's very creative, so she had her own business doing called Art House, like styling um, houses for sale and worked at Trends Magazine, so lots of different things. Cool. Yeah. I liked how you talked about the empathy piece too. I was mm. even, um, my knees are pretty average at the moment, and I was just thinking with teaching yoga, how a friend, Darren, is a guest on the podcast too, but he said like having a back injury was a great gift as a yoga mm. teacher because then you're, You've got empathy and you've got, because yeah. sometimes you're bulletproof and you're like, life is great and yeah. everything's going my way and then and someone's struggling and you can't mm. jump down that level. But when you've had that ride, yeah. you can relate and it's just turning that into a gift, I guess, yeah. or realizing it's a gift somehow. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a, that's that's one of the hardest things. For a long time, I struggled with ever finding the light side of losing my dad. Um, and obviously, there's a part of you that still will never really want to accept that, but it's like anything, yeah. Things are sent when you are when you do when you are bulletproof and everything's going amazing. You know, you're not really necessarily tuned in. You're just kind of rolling. You just think everything's great, and you just you know you're not really growing necessarily. It's through those pains and those struggles you can grow and connect more and find deeper meanings. And you know, mm. well, that's the choice. You can do that, or you can just continue to struggle. Yeah. What What got you over the line to do? So Tony was the first event, the yeah. UPW one. Yeah. What was so actually I've been to do it. Yeah. Um, after the UPW event was to do a summary of it as a podcast, and I was like, oh, I've got to get ah, all my cool. notes together, yeah. and I should have just done it while it was super fresh. It still <laughs> yeah. is fresh because I go back. Yeah. Um, to the notes now and again, and and I think of like things he says mm. from it or from his podcast pretty much every day. Yeah. Or that event as well. So was there anything? Uh, Going back to that time, so you were, was it, we were working at Lululemon? No, no was when I was, was working in Sydney. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so I was about 24, I think. And you were, this was after the Super Yachts, was in finance? After Super Yachts, yeah, I was yeah. working at Commonwealth Bank. Yeah. In, yeah, in Australia, so pretty like, mm, yeah. good job. How did, were you listening to Tony or had you read his books? Um, it's really hard to remember, hey. Like, it was my brother that, um, oh, that so he, encouraged yeah. it. Like, he was like, I think he showed mum and then he was like, was like we should go. Um, so, but I had been following, like, I mean, obviously we, I mean, if you grew up at the same time as us, you remember him from TV, right? With yeah. the infomercials. Um, and I think we even had like power talk or something like his old school, like CDs and stuff. So I was kind of familiar with his, his stuff, but not super familiar. Yeah. And the, the event, was it, was it memorable or, or 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, it was more Date with Destiny, I think. I mean, obviously, UPW was great because I went to Date with Destiny afterwards, so it obviously made an impact. But I remember thinking, I think, especially Date with Destiny, I remember feeling like, whoa, this is, it was the first time I'd really felt like this kind of level of human connection where, because it's such a frame of like openness and doing the work and like being vulnerable and open. And so I just remember feeling like, oh, this is different. Like Mm -hmm. people connecting in that space and being in that, being that space. Um, So... Yeah, and plus, I mean, anything, anytime you can get around Tony Robbins is a yeah. win. Just him, it's, it's crazy. Because where was the day with Destiny? Is that the Fiji? That's not the Fiji one. No, no. no it was in Gold Coast. In Gold Coast. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and so UPW, for those who don't know, like Unleash the Power, then it's yeah. kind of a, I guess, a summary of unlocking limited patterns and um, understanding the health of the body and... Mm. and basic stuff on relationships and finance, like yeah. kind of a summary, I guess, of a, a, a lot of things. Um, kind of like lifting the veil a little bit yeah. to your wiring and, and stuff. And then you'd say, how would you describe the date with destiny experiences more? It's more of a... It's um, just a huge deep dive. Yeah, so, into more the mind rather yeah. than business or relationships or... Yeah, although they cover, they, it's they not so cover. much business, but it covers like, it does cover relationships and it covers health. So it's kind of like a day on like a, on different pillars, I guess, of your life. Yeah. But it's just really like a deep dive um, into it. Obviously, you know, UPW was three days. This is like six. Um, so it's a lot more immersive. Um, and you see him, like, man, I saw some crazy things at that seminar. <laughs> like, he's another level. Yeah. Like. But it's and it's interesting and it's also obviously now being a coach you can kind of just you know take a lot of those principles into what I do and and also seeing how he works with people and stuff like that it's all it's all perfect it's all research it's all you know a mm. part of it yeah you see the strategies mm. and the implementation of yeah. them and um, was there any one crazy story that sticks out or yeah any, there's this yeah there is because I was just like I just remember being like man whoa like so there's this day where he asks people who is suicidal and he basically picks someone to work on them and kind of gets them to the space obviously where they don't feel suicidal anymore and then I remember the next day I think it was the next day um he asked the question again or he um asked another it was something like that I brought it back up again and there was this girl who he had worked on like the day before and the lady next to her was kind of like encouraging her to put her hand up and he went to town like I've never seen anything like it like he literally went over and like ripped into both of them like her for enabling her to do it and the other girl for like running her same story like he was like in her her face like yelling swearing it was like I was like Oh my god! Wait, so she, one girl wanted to. Yeah, like so she was the girl he had like basically talked out of suicide. Kind of was putting her hand up again, or wasn't really sure. And the the lady next to her was like, "Put it up!" Like kind of enabling, I guess. And that's what he ripped into her for was like enabling her story, and because she was running the story of like suicide, but really, you know, it's often not that. So it's like attention or whatever Mm -hmm. he had worked on her for the day before, and so it was just like, oh my goodness, like. Just seeing him do that was like madness and and just kind of shows you, yeah, he's a, he's a genius. He knows exactly when he needs to do what approach, mm. you know. 
when to be aggressive and when to be caring. And But, yeah, that was kind of the standout for me. So, so, and he particularly ripped into the girl who was enabling... Yeah, was more saying, so. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, and it's like um, I just recently did um, the bridge experience with Preston and Alexi. And the big thing that whole weekend is like, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything, which is something we've all heard before. But it's really interesting when you really look at it. So it's essentially, you know, her in that moment, that's obviously showing up for her in other areas of her life too. You know, she's an enabler. like a, And it's just really pulling that veil back and taking ownership for those patterns, you know? Yeah, and, and by enabling you mean you're reaffirming someone's story or... Yeah. or um, encouraging them to keep yeah. running these patterns mm, and maybe mm. that's giving you a sense of self-worth kind yeah. of thing caring um, or something yeah yeah i think i often feel that with maybe mums or people that love you a lot that they don't totally. want to hurt or and yeah. so they're kind of enabling these limiting yeah. behaviors yeah um, and as a coach it's kind of that line you have to and it's a line you have to walk you know between where you're being empathetic and where you are enabling and this is relevant for, for everyone it's like and I think it's probably more of a female pattern but like in relationships or we're, like we enable people's behaviors and we set the standards for how you know we're going to be treated too and it's like having that 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 line between when you set a standard for a different behavior or when you're just mm -hmm. kind of like misguidedly thinking you know you're just caring for someone yeah, it's tough if you haven't had that kind of training or perspective mm. or, or someone to yeah. help. I guess that's the value of coaches yeah. now is to be like, to snap you out of it or totally. to see something you can't see. 100%, um, yeah. And that's, you know, actually I'm really interested in doing those follow-up courses of Tony's, but then you said, um, was it some Maria Folio? Is another Dean Martini and Gabriel Bernstein were yeah. all other life coaches. And a couple of them, isn't Dean one of Tony's ones? So no. Marie Folio um, and Dr. John D. Martini. Okay. No, he works separately. Yeah, so he was just another one of the ones that I've done. And again, amazing. Well, they, they're they different to... Were they part of Tony's no, life? Those no, those are all different. different. Yeah. Okay. Um, I forget the lady who's... Because I looked at, straight away, I looked into... So like, this is such a powerful thing to have yeah. these tools to help people out. Um, mm. So I looked into it myself. Did you have that same realization and then found these guys after those those talks? Then? In terms of like being wanting to know more as a coach, or yeah, or researching other people outside of Tony. Or again, it was a lot of it was from Cam. Like yeah. so, um, Tony was yeah my first sort of segue in, and then. Um, you know, we did some sales training stuff, and which was like some NLP, which is neurolinguistic programming. Um, and then it's just kind of when people have popped up. So this one, Dr. John Demartini, he was here in New Zealand, and Cameron was like, let's go. And so I was like, okay. Mm. So I followed a lot of what he kind of brought to the table because I trusted him and what was kind of the good crack to be around. And, um, yeah, and now obviously doing what I do, I kind of – you resonate with certain teachers and certain people, certain approaches, and then you kind of – um, put that into to your package really and yeah because the more tools in the toolkit obviously the better I can help my clients and, and also the more enjoyable life is the more awareness you have you know sometimes mm. <laughs> yeah and, that, and the course in um, New York with mm. Gabrielle mm -hmm. was it so that was a more comprehensive in terms of giving you the tools to be a coach or <laughs> no it was more so she's like a spiritual teacher okay. um, and she's built a huge business and so I also went back in 2015 because it was so pivotal for me 
Um, but it was more around how to bring, how to really connect and how to, that was really where I kind of got a lot more of my spiritual teaching. Um, and really about when my takeaway was really just moving past the fear and kind of going. But there was also strategy in there as well, some business strategy, but it was very spiritually based, like how to run a spiritual business. Um, so she covered some things like public speaking and lots of different things. Like it's one of those things, depends on where you're at with what you pick up, mm. you know. Um, so the second time I went was more kind of focusing on business. Um, and then what got you kind of thinking you could start coaching or what mm. was there another coaching course which is more kind of this is how you do it or you just start to build up um lessons and learnings from mm. all these people yeah so i did study life coaching in 2015 so i went to a school called beautiful you life coaching academy out of melbourne um and that was that was kind of where i, I laid the foundations because i did feel like i needed sort of something um life coaching is an unregulated field so you don't actually need to have a degree there's lots of people who coach without you know qualifications essentially mm. um but I just kind of felt like I needed to know a little bit like what I was up to and and I think it's more than anything was really just for confidence just knowing I've done it okay that's coaching okay I've done that and um so I could kind of lean on it I think it's one of those dynamics it's like when you've got a degree, you don't really feel like you need one, but if you don't have one, you feel like you need one. Do you know what I mean? So it was one of those kind of things. And I am glad I did it just to know that I've, I kind of know what's up. And then you find, find your flow because it's very personal, mm. you know, who you're going to work with, what approach you want to take. And my mentality is always like, I want to work with people who like the way that I do things rather mm. than me tailoring what I do for certain people. Yeah, that's a great, well, I even just, <laughs> was thinking how wonderful it is that you'd gone conscious or like wellness girl businesses or mm. you know you were like you'd catered a little niche mm. for yourself that obviously you were more passionate about yeah and then, and then um was that the like you're saying the type of clients because i was interested in how you got your first clients or, yeah. or did you start to figure it out as you went mm. along or so i got my first client from the workshop that i did with abby and um in 2015 oh, cool. so someone from there did some life coaching with me and that was kind of when I was a life coach mm. like you know with no real sort of direction necessarily mm. um, and then I got another client through a friend and I think that was pretty much my only clients that whole year um, both focusing on very different things mm. so it wasn't really until um, 2000 and oh no I got another client when I worked at Lululemon with an old school friend of mine and then I got my third client through her so it wasn't until I started working at Lululemon and I really think it was like April last year, 2015, uh, 16, that I really, that's where I feel like my business started because that was when I really said, I work with women in wellness and just sort of started shouting it from the rooftops because I was so clear and that was really big, um, which is why I encourage so many, you know, my clients to get really clear about who they're passionate about working with because it's, a, it means the people who are in that space know that they want to work with me because I work very specialised. Um, but for me, it was more like, okay, what kind of conversations do I want to have? What do I want to be talking about? Who do I want to meet? Who do I want to mix with? Who do I want to support? And for me, I love, like, I have this kind of innate feeling like everyone could have their own business because I actually genuinely believe that. So it's like if I'm working with a client, I'm... I feel like I'm always going to be angling like, you know, you could make a business out of that. You could. <laughs> so I feel like I should probably just work with people who actually genuinely like want businesses or are in business because I just, 
am so passionate about that. Um, and so I get to meet the most amazing people that are really driven and passionate and excited and, and, and learn too. Obviously I learn from my clients and get inspired by them. So, um, yeah, it's really more me deciding what I wanted to be around and then creating the business around that. Yeah. (laughs) Try and encourage everyone to do. (laughs) Yeah. That's wonderful. Mm. Um, and, and then you've been doing some cool events. Like how did you get Mm. in touch with? Kristen and Alexi. Alexi. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I got quite a lot of questions around that. Um, yeah. So I have a, you know, events business called, well, it's not really an events business, but Conscious Boss Clique. So that started actually at the end of last year, uh, not last year, year before. So me and Olivia Scott from Raw Kitchen decided it would be a really great idea to like have this community of women that we could kind of in business, just come get together and talk about, you know, business and stuff. And um, so that started just with sort of like 15 girls and then yeah it became a monthly event so I've threw about 16 of them now um, and they've kind of gotten bigger and better each time so Preston and Lexi obviously I was already following them um, so for those of you who don't know who I'm talking about Preston Smiles and Lexi Panos um, so out of LA and they were already coming here so I knew they were coming down here um, and I just reached out and was just like hey I would love to throw a teaser event for you guys, hopefully get some more people around your work and, and share you with my community. And so they said yes, you know, eventually. And, and we and now I'm throwing an event in the Gold Coast with them as well because I'm heading over there in a couple of weeks and doing the same thing over there. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, I get a lot of questions around kind of how to do that, like how to build relationships and create collaborations and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and I always sort of say, you know, it's just like everyone's always a human. Like it's always important to remember that someone's a human. They've got their own goals and figuring out how you can help them, you know, makes these kinds of things happen. Like at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And then now I can kind of call them friends, you know, which is awesome. And I'm heading up to LA later in the year and there'll be a great connection for me up there. And that's just kind of how everything happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a small, mm. I always think of the Steve Jobs, um, the piece in his book, how he said he just kind of, as a kid, emailed or called the like head of IBM to get yeah. some parts or something, and, yeah. and you kind of forget it's yeah, uh, especially in New Zealand as well. I mean, it's cool that you got someone yeah. international, but um, and then you said you're doing, so you're doing, you're doing because you're going to New York too, aren't you? Only doing a little trip. You got a few yeah. weeks away. I was yeah, so I'm heading to Melbourne and Gold Coast. So the the um, academy that I studied through has a coaching award um, that I'm nominated for Emerging Coach of the Year. Oh, so I'm cool. going to that next week, I think, or on the 17th. Oh, wonderful. Yes, nice fingers nice. crossed, yeah. team. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so going over to Melbourne and then Preston and Alexia are doing um, another event over in at the end of March. So I'm kind of there. For, I just extended my trip. And um, so now I'm going to do a little speaking at like a Lululemon event over there. They asked me to speak over there because I'm going to be there. And then um, hosting the Conscious Boss Clique with Preston and Alexia over there as well. So cool. I have a real hard time of um, going places and not doing business. Like it's quite hard mm. because when you realize like a lot of what I do is online, when you kind of realize you can go places and meet people and connect and create opportunities, mm. it can be really hard to go places and not want to not do that yeah. <laughs> and just have a holiday. So it's a bit of a struggle. <laughs> uh, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. I want to do this bike trip down to Queenstown. We've got one meeting, which is kind of a um, 
motivation to get down and I'm like, you know, what else can I fit in? Totally. Can I meet these people on the way? Can I do an event at the start and the end? Yeah. I, um, it's like a but, blessing and a curse. But actually doing it is, I guess, because you can think of a million things, but to yeah. actually make them happen is mm. um, that's wonderful. And then you go into, did you say, were you to New York after? I was going to be moving to New York, but I just decided that it wasn't the right time yeah. um, for a multitude of reasons yeah. um, this year. But I am going to LA for three weeks in June. So, um, and throwing an event, of course. (laughs) So, um, I will possibly head up to New York as well. I'm just not sure. I've never done LA, so I I keep hearing amazing things. So, going to kind of base myself out of there for a bit and just see if the New York thing happens. Yeah. Maybe just for like a little quick jaunt. Because you've been there a couple of times. Yeah. So, I went for the course. Yeah. And and then went back again for the same course. So, yeah. Spent a little bit of time there. Got a few oh, friends on up my there. my to-do so. list. Oh, you got to go. It changed year. me, honestly. Yeah. Like, I, I literally, I was saying to President Lex the other day, like, when just, you know, this energy is of places that do, you just tap into. Mm. And, like, I was, like, writing poetry when I was there. Like, one time <laughs> I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> but it just kind of goes to show, like, how differently you can feel when you're in, your different environments, you know, and what it brings out in you as well. Yeah, I was... I've been thinking about that too, how wonderful, how, how I love New Zealand, but mm. then um, when you travel and what can get sparked inside of you yeah. through immersion in a different yeah. community and and you might be like the next wilderness survivor or big <laughs> corporate person and you're yeah. stuck, you're, you're in the opposite of that environment and totally. to, to go from West Coast, South Island to New York or from New York <laughs> yeah. to the, you know, the West Coast of the South Island mm. is, um, like you don't know that place exists and that community exists. Yeah. Uh, so you're getting out there and doing it. I think travel is like, instead of university, it's probably yeah. just, it's awesome how you did the exchange. Yeah, that was probably the, one the, of the business school. the best things I've ever done in my life. I yeah. would encourage anyone at university to do that. It's game changer. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard it. I haven't heard many people, I don't know if I've heard anyone say they didn't enjoy it. Like yeah. it's obviously how tough to not? start, but... Mm. I've often heard that, but then you, yeah, the tough things kind of make you. Yeah, and I mean, also, like, for anyone who's listening who maybe has kids who want to go to uni or going to uni, doing that, one thing I always say as well is look for scholarships. Like, I got two scholarships to go. There's so much money floating around for the things that you want to do. Like, I always, if you have a venture or uni or whatever, like, look around. There's so many amazing grants and scholarships and stuff that people don't know about. So I would also, that was just a random thought I had, but yeah. Yeah, and then other people who are listening who are the considering a business or maybe have something on the side. I mean, I liked how you were doing it as well as your other job, mm. which is a temptation when, it, when you're right excited. It's like, quitting everything, I'm going yeah. like, this is it. And then, um, it's, I'm, yeah, you often hear that advice, like start on the side, even yeah. I was listening to is it Sarah Blackley from Spank. She was mm. doing it for two years. Yeah, I've heard her story. Just in the weekends and the evenings, and um, it means you really want it, obviously, yeah. if you're doing that. Um, but is there, uh, like, some kind of go-to tips that you give people if they're considering something, or, mm. you know, like, to outline their purpose, or is it to just start anywhere, or find a mentor, or do mm. you kind of point people in a direction if they're before they even started maybe yeah well i mean before they've always like before they've started like my my it's always start right because what i often find is that um and i've suffered from it as well suffered but like you know encountered it as well the things that we're often seeking to 
um, give us validation in order to start actually all happen after we start. So like, for example, people went like, oh, when I'm confident, I'll do it. When I'm really clear of my idea, I'll do it. When I've like got the time, I'll do it. When I've got the money, like all of these things, these reasons, like when this happens, I will, you know, I just put a video up on my Facebook this week about this perfect timing, you know, everything that you want actually happens after you start. Like you don't get clear. I didn't know I wanted to work with women in wellness until I'd spent a year being a, a generic life coach and then worked at Lululemon, you know, so all of these things happen after you put your ass on the line, basically, you know, it's like, um, and it depends where you're on the spectrum. Like I'm more of the like jump off the cliff and figure out as you go kind of girl, like less, like, you know, don't worry about it being perfect. It's better to get it out there. Um, and perfection is often this, this, this way of procrastinating to, to start because it's scary. And, and the starting, the starting point is, the hardest part because you are so uncertain you're it's really vulnerable spot because you don't necessarily have the vision you haven't got sort of feedback from the market you haven't got results you haven't really experienced what it is you're trying to create so it sort of feels like this big mystery and so like for me like my coach was imperative like I needed that clarity I needed that guidance to to set myself up um to really even know what I was doing and now you know I work with a different coach but I would I would never do my business without a coach I mean you're a solopreneur like you work by yourself it's pretty where do you run your ideas past where do you get someone who's done it before where do you get someone to tell you how to walk that path and to have someone going no that's a distraction don't focus on that we're doing this and just remind you and it's such a huge advantage um and especially at that beginning stage, which is kind of why I work with those women at that stage, because that's the point where it's so easy to not do anything. Mm. Mm. That's and you'll really always good. wish you started sooner than you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And who's who? So you've got a coach now for business or for business life? Business coach, or is, yeah. yeah. And and she's that, a mindset is, coach as well. But okay. Is that a local person or do you? No, she's in Australia. I can just do yep. it by Skype kind of thing? Yep. Yep. Cool. Same with all my coaching. I do yep. all of my coaching over the phone or yep. Zoom kind of thing. So, um all online these days um and do you try and have coaches in other aspects of your life as well or do um depends on different times at the moment I'm I'm really just focusing on on the business I mean and she's sort of we do a bit of mindset stuff because it's all tied in um but but yeah there's different times I go to my brother for a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. because he's a coach so he can work me through other things that pop up um, I guess it just depends on you know where the priorities are. And what's yeah? his what's his coaching focus then? Is... So he works primarily with um, like men yeah. entrepreneurs. So he's actually just putting together like a summit called High Impact Men. So yeah. working on you know conscious men in business sort of. Which is... cool. So you got the both <laughs> sexes like that. covered between you, which is <laughs> yeah, nice. it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, but he's he's a, a blessing to to be yeah. able to bounce like those ideas off and someone who knows you and can see your patterns and that's really what the coaching is about to have someone call you on your stuff and and guide you and and stop you from being small and you know cool and yeah so that's cool so we got i'll put your side obviously yeah, and cool. cameron's in there <laughs> oh yeah we're looking for a coach um and and i guess that one of the pieces i've kind of uh i've battled with a little bit is like oh, i'll do it myself or yeah. you know i'll save the money and it it's yeah. kind of this, um, I don't know, maybe a scarcity mm-hmm. mindset or mm-hmm. a, um, you want to, yeah, you feel like you're smaller by giving away some yeah, yeah. or saying you're flawed somehow, yeah. you know, or you do right. need help. Um, yeah. And I, I was so nearly 
ta- uh, signing up for Tony's, but because I was traveling mm. uh, to do as more courses and to maybe get a coach at that time, I was like, I'm going to be super like beyond stretch because yeah. I've been stretched myself. But um, yeah. <laughs> I've got a coach with fitness now with Surge, and yeah, cool. I want to get one with business and the other aspects of life. Yeah. Um, but the value of the, the people who don't have a coach, like where do they start if they're obviously they've got a wellness business and mm. they're a girl, they can check you out. Yeah. Um, but how did you how do you find one to you know, are you Googling it online or are you asking yeah. people or Well, so I mean both of my coaches have been networked in. So one was a friend of my brother's and another one was a friend of a friend, um, or well she's assistant to my coach and so they've been suggested and um it's so funny actually, like when I first had my consult with my coach, I was like, There's no way I'm hiring you. Just I just felt so like she's so different to something I would ever work with, but she's been amazing. Um but yeah, in terms of other people finding uh, theirs, uh, it's again, it's kind of like no like and trust. If you're going to be intimate, you know, this is a really intimate space, a coaching relationship, you kind of need to have that trust that that person, um, you know, a lot of people that come to me, follow me on Instagram, see me doing a lot of work in the community, see me being connected to lots of people, um, obviously now seeing my business grow. So I guess that builds up that space of trust. And I think that's again why you need to specialize in what you do because someone who's starting a naturopathy business or a whole food business or something will will be more attracted to what I do because I'm in that space rather than someone generic. Um, so I think about, you know, if you're looking for a coach, thinking about, you know, who do they work with? You know, what are some of, maybe some of their past clients? Um, what result do you want? Um, yeah, and... But again, I mean, it's, it's like... If you think about the world's elite, right... Every, like, if you think about the world's elite athletes, like, who do they have? Coaches. Like, you'd never see someone run a 100-meter sprint, like, and not have their coach there. Or, like, thinking about a boxer in a ring, like, the coach is there giving them the strategy, seeing things they're not seeing, looking at their performance, you know, seeing their patterns. It's, like, the world's CEOs, they've got mentors. Like, everyone has a – everyone doing amazing things in the world has mentors or coaches. It's just it's, – it's basically a non-negotiable because you're walking a line. If you want greatness, you have to have people that can help you – get there mm. it's just it's just harder on your own it's just harder and nowhere near as enjoyable you know so yeah and yeah i like the saying that uh, people can do things and succeed despite that of course not, you know because of people course. pick some one person out who like, i even yeah. saw the warren buffett documentary the other day and he has mcdonald's for breakfast and yeah <laughs> he's a shareholder and coach so he's got this coke machine at work but yeah like there's always outliers, right? Yeah, there's outliers, yeah. and you think, oh, he eats terribly, and he doesn't look like he yeah. exercises a lot, and um, yeah. and so that's okay, but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but he's so passionate about money and what he does, and so I guess separating the, yeah. the good from the bad, finding what works for you too, which is... Totally, yeah, and it's, it's yeah, you can, you can do it alone, like, of course, but I mean, it's going to take longer, like, mm. and it's going to be harder, that's like, you know, basically 100% fact, like... Because, I mean, and I'm obviously just super passionate about that, obviously, not just because I'm a coach, but because I've felt the impact of that in my own life. And I've always been passionate about having mentors. And it doesn't, you don't have to have a coach, but find some mentors or up-level your environment, be around people that are doing the same things. You know, it's so huge. Like, it can't be underestimated, the impact that that has on who you become and what you can create in your life. And I'm intrigued just in terms of cost too. Like, what would a, what would yourself or a coach cost for a a consult? And and do you have a 
a monthly, a weekly? Like, what would a kind of an average, mm. if you're looking at getting into it? Um, There's really, it's how long is a piece yeah. of string, you yeah. know? So, um, I, like, I have different offerings. So, like, I'll work with someone for a three-month basis that's going to cost, like, on a private, that's going to cost them a certain amount. I have a boot camp now, which is... Um, have been amazing where I work with like my current bootcamp has 13 women in it um, and that's like a seven week course like a business launch course and so that's a different price so they all meet up together do they yeah so that? it's all online yeah. and then there's a physical meetup as well yeah. so um, but they're all like a lot of them in Auckland and so they're like friends now and stuff mm. it's really cute um, and so anyone out there I'm actually just rolling, <laughs> enrolling for my April course um, but yeah it's really how long is a piece of string and different offerings um, you know it could be anywhere from per session like you know, it could be like $100 per session. Some coaches offer just one session. Uh, I don't do that because it's, it's um, A, I don't want to have a business based off how much time I'm putting into it. It's value-driven. So mine's are more packages and more results-based. Um, and I don't do one-on-one sessions because you can't really get a drastic result in one session. That's my mentality. Um, so, yeah, so it's it, the, the world of coaching is so varied. You can yeah. get anything from $100 to, like, $10,000 a mm. session. You know, Tony Robbins, he's, like, a million dollars a year plus yeah. portion of the upside. So, you know, it's really huge, mm. different, like, variation. And you've got a course in April, your next boot camp coming up, is yep. it? Okay, yeah, cool. Conscious Boss Bootcamp. Nice. Yeah. And any uh, any other events come up in Auckland or NZ or not in Auckland at the moment? So because I I I threw um, yeah like fifteen events last year, which was you know obviously more than one a month, yeah. so quite a lot. And you know my big goal this year is getting to hundred k. And there's certain things you need to do to get there, and it's just about bringing a little more strategy into is that, the business. Is that Revenue or followers? Revenue, or, okay. Revenue. Cool. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, 100K um, dollars. Yeah. And so it's just, and again, which is why my coach is so pivotal because it's like, I'm like, oh, I could just do this. I like message her. So yeah. I was like, I could just do this thing next week because it'll be really cool and it's International Women's Day. And she's like, okay, so what would be the intention? What would be, mm. like, how are you going to do this and how does it tie into our goals? I'm like, maybe it's a distraction. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the events are amazing and I love them, but it's just um, I want to make them more high impact and, and less of them. Mm. Um, so yeah, probably going to do one in about April, maybe to celebrate my one year in business. Nice. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'll have to attend if it's mixed. Uh, yeah, you got to come year. along, man. <laughs> you haven't been, been to one yet. Um, <laughs> Shocker! I've only um, had two that have been open to guys though. So I'm excited. Yeah. Well, the pre- was there anything from Preston and Alexi's one you got um, from their event or from meeting mm. them that was uh, a, ta- a good takeaway? Um, well, and actually, if people want, I've got that that um, event filmed. So if people oh, who listen cool. to this podcast want that, I'll give them a specific link that they can maybe get that at because it's not public. Yeah. Um, so I can share that with them because it was an amazing event. Oh, that would be um, cool. Yeah, so I'll do that for you. And then um, basically, I don't know. I mean, they stayed with me for like over a week, so I just kind of got lots of nuggets, you know. Yeah. It was big thing was consistency like if we're talking about business like you've got to be consistent you know mm. people have to rely on you to receive you know what they're coming to you for like if you're doing blogs or podcasts or whatever being consistent and that's always been something I've struggled with mm. so that was like a really really big thing um just being around them is really inspiring you know seeing their relationship as well is is really amazing I think that lots of people have standards that are pretty low in terms of what they expect out of relationships and sort of seeing that modeled in that deep and amazing way was pretty pretty Mm. awesome um and running the business consciously you know like not just doing things for quick hits and quick fame or quick you know results really 
they run their business very much on like impact and so actually making an impact with people that follow you rather than just wanting to be seen or be famous or whatever you know mm. which is kind of the world we live in these days <laughs> a little <Yeah>. bit <laughs> and you can get caught up in that world you too can. And, then, and then really yeah we can get caught up in yeah a better world i guess yeah <laughs> it's just like coming like coming back to the intention like why are you yeah. doing what you're doing you know and you're talking about the bridge the gap yep um project too because mm. i mean they're the their course was called the bridge yeah it was yeah right? it was quite a funny coincidence yeah. yeah um and then so what what was that tie-in mm. or mm. so i'm an ambassador for um it's a charity called bridge the gap project um so headed by amanda betts and ryan um meta so it is a um charitable trust that essentially helps youth help themselves so it is so amanda was the um, co-founder of red 11 models and so she does a lot of confidence stuff so it's really working with marginalized youth that have been sexually abused or disadvantaged and, and mentoring them and um, giving them transformational workshops, building their confidence, helping them with networks. Um, so yeah, so I'm an ambassador for that and like a portion of all my business goes to them as well. So I'm a huge supporter of that. Um, and, and again, Amanda is a mentor to me. Um, so super, super important, you know, mm. got to have people that can see you, that can help you, that, you know, love you and will guide guide your journey she's been huge for me oh that's cool and you're mm. saying that, what were you saying about the fancy jackets oh Is yeah that... so um the jackets that are often featured on instagram and all over <laughs> the place um so they're called heart speak jackets so they are um essentially a fundraising initiative started by um, amanda and some other woman um where they customized you know used secondhand clothing um with they all have a story so there's they all have their own individual story around you know maybe it was a person that designed it and the journey they've been through and there's birds on there for a certain reason and a heart on there for a certain reason to replicate you know to represent the journey um and so all of those sales go to um a portion of those sales sorry go to support bridge the gap because currently it's a passion project there's no there's, they don't get any funding or anything so um i'm sure we'll put that link in there as yeah, well yeah. for people to go and That's check cool, out and grab the jackets and they're amazing and they you know they're one-offs and they're yeah. all secondhand and it's really what i call ethical fashion <laughs> can't really get much more ethical than that yeah i kind of went a bit anti-fashion for a while but now i see yeah. that you know if you do it with the right mindset it's like anything mm. it's uh you know uh like it says, reflection of everything else you yeah. do. Um, it's a hard one. I mean, I find it really challenging now because, um, you know, when I first started, I didn't necessarily intend to be in the conscious business space, but that obviously is kind of where I've ended up. And um, it's like ignorance is bliss sometimes. Like now I find it so hard because I have, you know, clients that have ethical fashion businesses and um, the more aware you are of all of this stuff the harder it is to just be you know go and buy that outfit and so you know fast fashion and all of that i can't do it it's like oh man it can sometimes make life kind of challenging you know because you have to be a lot more conscious and yeah. considered about where you spend your money yeah yeah um and fashion is such an interesting you know, reading patagonia's book and it's just mm. a, you know there's no way of getting around the resources going into mm clothing but um what's uh like is there any other passion like like you get a ted talk on another yeah. subject that's not business coaching or mm -hmm. um is there any other areas that in life you're really kind of into um well like health and wellness oh, so yeah okay. i mean obviously that but um other than that maybe like relationships i love okay. like relationships like learning about that and 
about um, like communication and, and stuff like, like kind of that area, um, which is obviously pretty similar because it's kind of about coaching, but um, that would be probably what I would search. Yeah, like kind of probably like psychology sort of based stuff or, or like wellness based stuff. Yeah, yeah. it reminds me of Ben Warren too. Cause <laughs> Just I asked get obsessed, him, you know? Yeah, I asked him what he does on his break and he's like, this, I don't want to break from this. Like yeah. give me so much energy. Yeah. Yeah. skip surfing to do work sometimes. And mm. it's like, um, well, there's an element of it that kind of, I mean, and it depends on it. Like I always say, it depends on what you want. Like, what do you want in your life? Like c- certain outcomes are going to require certain inputs. Do you know what I mean? Like if you just want, there's no right or wrong, but like if you want up here, you have to do the stuff that's going to get you there. You know, if you just want to be in the middle of the line, which is totally fine as well, it requires different energy and effort, but you know. Yeah, getting clear on what you want. Kind yeah. Of gives you the, yeah. You know, back engineer it. Someone else totally. the bathroom yeah, super quickly. Go for it. <laughs> I realize I'll be engineering something myself. Yeah, um, go, go there. Cause... What do we like for, I guess we can start to wrap it up if you like, since it's a yeah, beautiful it's Friday. And we, yeah, it <laughs> is. Stunning. Oh, that's a night. It's a great spot. It's super sunny. It is. Courtyard in your place. Nice bit of breeze rolling and through. I think it's, it's a good. beautiful, um, well, it's a really nice setting to talk about the environment you are mm. and to work and to... Yeah. Uh, I noticed when you're skipping, my room's a mess, so I don't have that kind of side set up, how it affects your mind too. Mm. Um, yeah, oh, major. I mean, I could talk about that all day. <laughs> yeah. so do, you, do you work, I guess, just here anywhere? at the moment? Here, I mean, I can yeah. work anywhere, yeah, yeah. But, and again, like I sort of was mentioned to you before, like it's my first week of being full, full time in my business. Yeah. So it's, um, it's just now looking about like how I want to design my days, like when, you know, I just changed my schedule so I can only have calls on three days and between like 11 and three yeah. and yeah, just figuring out like what's going to work because it's about managing your energy and stuff as well. And, and yeah, being in an inspiring environment, yeah. um, super important. So cool. it's going to figure out and, how that looks. And uh, what's, have you got like uh, on, on the IM piece ahead your morning routine too, mm. but have you got like exercise or, or things you try and do mm. each day or foods you try and eat or is there? Yeah, I mean, I definitely try, like I try and work out pretty much every day. Um, again, now because I'm here, it's going to be a different routine, but I, I love to do like weights. So usually like a couple of gym workouts. I prefer to do it in the morning, like get up, go to the gym and then I have a lot of smoothies. So who like just... A good, good blender. Yeah, I got so, an amazing blender. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm about the thick smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, just mostly whole foods and and just working on probably going to bed earlier as well at the moment. I've been finding I've been, you know, creep that whole self-employed life. Don't really have anything to get up for anymore. So <laughs> just, yeah, but it makes a big, a big, it has a huge impact on me and my business in every area of my life. I'm not like getting proper sleep, working out and eating properly. Mm. Like that's huge. Throwing a bit of meditation in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a couple of angel cards. <laughs> I know, it's pretty simple stuff. It's super really simple. Really finding the, mm. the food and, and exercise that works for you. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Being kind any, to yourself. Any uh, books that you have, yeah. have kind of would give to people mm. or have recommended or enjoyed lately? There's a really good book um, called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. You've okay. probably read that, have you? If not, you should. Uh, I've heard. I've, I'm not sure if I've read it or yeah, just heard, just heard about, about it so a lot. Much. Yeah, um, it's, it's mentioned a lot, I think. Um, that book is amazing. Um, the. Um, I read a book, I don't really read it, but it's, I go back and 
forth to it a lot called the course in miracles um which is like a spiritual kind of guidebook essentially it's pretty heavy and it's quite like it's written kind of quite christian but you can just be take it sort of spiritually based um that one's just kind of about reframing your mind from fear to love really and other books have i loved Actually, I haven't been reading that many books at the moment. I've been trying to read, like, actually just normal books. Yeah. Like, so go to bed and read a book, like a story, yeah, so you know? Yeah, <laughs> just, like yeah. just take turn your mind. It, yeah. yeah, kind of just go and sort of read something different, yeah. Because it can get overwhelming. Tim Ferriss strategy to get fun in a fantasy or something that takes yeah, you out of the totally. business mindset the yeah. whole time. Have yeah. you got documentaries or movies you... Um, yes, I actually love, and I think everyone in the world should watch this documentary called The Mask You Live In, which is actually a documentary, which is where I kind of got really passionate about, like, um, as we were sort of talking about before, like masculinity and like men's emotions and stuff, which Mm. is sort of strange, but it's kind of this documentary around how we bring men up and because obviously that affects women because we're entering into relationships with with men. Um, but that's super powerful. Um, I'm Not Your Guru, obviously, by Tony Robbins is super powerful, um, I think everyone should actually watch the documentary. I think it's called Earthlings, which is, you know, you've probably watched that mm. on like veganism and about how we treat animals. I think it's important to have awareness. Um, what other documentaries have I watched? Those are probably, those are the ones that come yeah. to mind, I think. Yeah. There's a, yeah, I think those are all good. I'm intrigued by the mask you live in, the masculine feminine relationship thing, I think, you know, if, um, Oh, I can't think of anything higher than the relationships you have and then the relationships you have with your yeah. lover or your spouse or whatever yeah. that person is or Huge. people. Um, mm. But Everything is relationships, really. Yeah, I mean, what? I mean, you said you had a tough breakup if you've been, mm. like, um, I know my sister was talking about how she craved it. You know, our dad's love more and felt mm. like she was quite masculine and, and yeah. you know, being a boss as well, wanting to control your life and balancing those yeah. energies. And, yeah. and you're saying like with the stuff with Preston and Alexia, is there anything yeah. insights you picked up there lately or? Um, it was like, yeah, actually it was interesting. Like the second thing that Preston said to me when he arrived at my house was like, do you have an older brother? And I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah. He's like, oh yeah, I thought so. Cause like, what? just because of how I was questioning, I was very direct. I'm a very direct person. I'm sure you, yeah. you've un- you know that. Um, and that's just my communication style. Like, that's how I prefer to be communicated to. Like, Amanda said to me once, like, you know, I take truth like a man. Because I just, like, I want, you know, that's just how I'm but, kind of wired. Yeah. But it's um, it's interesting as well because Preston was like, I'm interested. Like, do you find that you often attract, like, more feminine men? And I was like, I was like yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, so it's like just bring that awareness into that space of like, because we, we all have both, right? That mm. We all have that masculine and that feminine. Um, but just, again, bringing that awareness around like, okay, if, if I want a masculine man, but I'm showing up in my masculine energy, I'm not going to attract that, you know? And same with just being aware of that in the different relationships in all areas of your life, like how are you showing up? When is which energy, you know, necessary? Because there's time and a place to be, you know, creativity. All this is like feminine mm. energy and communication, but and getting things done is that more masculine. It's just bringing that awareness to it. Yeah. Mm. Any resources on relationships, sex, mm. energy, that kind mm. of thing? Oh, I mean, the mask <clears throat> one sounds great. I'll check definitely, that out, but... definitely that one. Like, yeah. I cried my eyes out. Oh. Um, it's really, really powerful stuff. Um, what else on relationships? Is that a lot of um, date with destiny as well? 
Yeah, that, I can't really remember much of that back then. Yeah. I think I was maybe too young. To, it wasn't really where my awareness was at mm. at that time. It's definitely something I'm becoming more aware of now. Um, yeah, I don't actually... I think about well, actually, one of my clients is about to launch a relationship coaching business, okay. Isla Amano. You know, so you could look. Her oh, up. I can plug them. There you the go. Name. Um, Isla Amano. A A Y A Y L A A A M A N O. So she's about to launch a business next week. Um, so yeah, it's it's like if something's not working in your life, like seek help. I think that that's mm. the biggest takeaway. It's like your life can be so amazing. There's so many people that have the skills, the knowledge, the resources to help you through stuff. So if something's not working, look at it, you yeah. know, like find someone who can help you move through that because there's so many resources. You don't have to be broken, you know, to want something more. Mm. Yeah. I remember my brother struggling with some things, but just not having those people in, mm in your small town or something, but with yeah. the internet, and if you're super curious, I guess you'll find, and, and I've, it's a lesson for myself mm. to have, um, yeah, if you keep keep going at it, you'll find it, and suddenly something will pop up, and you're yeah. like, wow, it's taken all these other steps to get here, but I'm, yeah. I'm here now, like, it doesn't just happen straight away, like, from trying a few coaches, or trying yeah. a few... I think that's the thing as well, is it's like, it's not just going to happen, and like, if you... If you have a pattern in your life, like, look at it. Like, you know, mm. you can do the work on that. And I think that's a big thing with relationships. Like, I think people expect them to just be easy. And it's like, if you want, again, depends what you want. Like, if you mm. want it to be excellent, you need to edge into your discomfort and, like, communicate and do the work on it to be excellent. You know, mm. like, the whole analogy, you don't go to the gym for one day, right? And expect to be fit for your whole life. I think Tony mm. says that. It's like, so why would that apply to anywhere else in your life? You have to mm. work at, at stuff. Um that's a great quote, actually. Because mm. I think, you know, apply it to fitness, but maybe not other things. Yeah. Um, it's just totally the same. You don't meditate once and be like, oh, cool, I've got peace of mind forever. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, you don't have one good conversation with a partner and be like, cool, we're good. Like, it's a continual mm. thing. That's great. Any pod, any other podcasts? Because you've got your own podcast people can check out. Yeah, Conscious Boss Radio. Um, yep, I listen to Lewis Howes' this podcast. Yeah. Um, I haven't been to, up on the podcast lately, actually. Um, who else do I listen to? Um, I go through stages of kind of what I want to listen mm. to. Um, he's a big one. I'm trying to think about who's on my phone. Tony Robbins has a podcast. So I've listened to him. He sometimes does some stuff. Um, yeah, those are my those are my like go tos, yeah. and then if there's something else I'm feeling, I'll like give it a search. Cool. Is there any that. um? Yeah, it's interesting how you, you kind of like go through a phase of mm. really being in business or money or relationships, yeah. and then you start seeking out all those totally people. But is there any uh anything you think is like just bizarre in the world that <laughs> oh god, <laughs> or anything you think is just bananas that. Mm other people don't or because I think shoe I, I feel like, like I'm just going to give an example for myself I feel like shoes are better with shoes for a while because I've had yeah. like nerve damage of feet just being compressed right. in these yeah. um, you know in these kind of you know they're like gloves for your feet kind of yeah. thing yeah, you wouldn't do that with your hands but then I kind of like coming back to a happy medium where they serve a purpose in the daily world and how yeah. can you you know um, but is anything like that that sticks out for you that's kind of you're like this um, is strange i this so is what is it it's like i feel like it's at the top of my um mind um like marriage or food or a, or 
a, a, a nine to five job or is it that? Yeah, probably a nine to five yeah. job. Yeah, I find that's, that's, I guess it's like, I mean, I can understand that that has its place, but I, you know, being in and out of temp work for the last few years and, you know, for a lot of my life, it's like you go back and you remember like, oh my God, it's just like you literally are trading your life for someone else's like it's yeah. I'm like yeah so probably that because I'm just like how can you live like this like not from a judgmental place but like from a total lack of being able to fathom how you could live your life on someone else's clock like that it's just too much to do too much to create too much like too many experiences like okay cool you have four weeks of the year you can do that mm. the rest of the time and it will be outside of these hours you know and traffic like sitting in traffic for two hours yeah that's Close one that's, that's <laughs> crazy yeah um uh, do, do you have a favorite piece of fruit or vegetable? Oh, uh, avocado. avocado. That's probably like straight yeah. the line between both of them. But um, and I love persimmons. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, like summer fruit, like rock melon or papaya or something. Yeah. Yum. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> great questions. And have you got a favorite drink? If you're buying someone a drink, buying yourself one. Is mm, there... I actually only really drink water, so yeah. I've never been a big drinker. And like at the moment, I'm an ambassador for this No Beers Who Cares. I like that. Way of that's, thinking. I mean, that's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, it's like drinking kombucha or having something yeah. else. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just a, it's kind of conditioning. I think we're mm. conditioned creatures to socialize or have experiences around food and alcohol, and I think it's that's another thing. Yeah, I that's, feel like, that's a good that's one. That's a thing. That's I feel really like I'm like there's so many other ways that we could connect with each other why does it have to be around a drink or around a meal like it feels so boring to me like if someone was like like as a date or something i just find it so boring it's like mm. yeah let's sit and have a wine or there's a time and a place obviously but i think that we're just conditioned to socialize around these these things and you're kind of weird if you don't do that like um so that's a bit strange i find that's cool you're creating your own way to yeah your own events to do <laughs> oh, that yeah um, yeah totally and if you're a prime minister oh for a day, is there anything you change in the oh, country? Wow! Is there like a big, a big purpose you've got of like mm. I want this to change, or it's mm. just like this is ridiculous? Like plastic bags shouldn't exist. Yeah. And someone's got to sort that out. I, I, I can't do my thing, but someone's yeah. got to sort that out. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, I mean, I feel like you know what I do obviously as a coach for conscious business is about bringing consciousness to all of, all areas of life and being able to do business in a way that creates impact and change and the more people that you have that are conscious about certain things like before I wasn't conscious about conscious fashion until now I work with people and I'm like oh now I have to think about that and like mm. where food comes from and I think you know the food thing is a big one I think um the crap food that's around that's super cheap and like the fact that that beautiful nourishing food that we should all have access to is really expensive um and all of the like I think also like all of the pre-packaging, like stuff is packaged to the inch of its life and it's just like, hello, like that piece of pineapple doesn't need to be packaged separately from the, you know, and I, that kind of frustrates me and people are just very unaware of it, like the polystyrene and the plastic and the this and the that, um, just this convenience that we live in, so. Yeah, that's. Convenient oh, culture. I went to the sushi place and it was like so much plastic the wasabi the sort everything was in plastic and we sat there and ate it and it was just like gave it back to them they put it in the bin i'm like mm. this is everything else was closed at the time and i was like i've got to have some kind of there's got to be a bit there, this is it's like a bit away yeah, yeah i mean it's just that's completely bananas yeah and that's and, a consciousness thing too though because it's like we 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 are choosing convenience over sustainability essentially it's like the whole thing that every dollar is a vote like if you buy that which sometimes you have to but that is a vote for 
how you want things to be. Yeah. And I mean, I said to the guy, I said, like, the food was great. Yeah. But I don't want to come back here if I have to eat out of this yeah. again, you know? And he said he might, he's looking to the, the, the recyclable cardboard. And I'm yeah. like, get it, man, get anything. And, you know, totally. and you'll have some customers. So yeah. it's like voicing it. And I think that's changing. The consciousness mm. around that is changing a lot, I think, which is super cool. You know? Demanded it all. Yeah, totally. Happened. Which is and why the dollar is a vote, you know? Yeah. Mm. And and bucket, any bucket list goals Ooh. that, you know, because you're always, like, saying you're traveling and you're working, but yeah. is there anything, like, I'd love to do um, skydive, climb this mountain, or yeah. just or help this many people, or um, is it... Yeah, I mean, I'd love to obviously have my work impact more people, which mm. is, you know, just the, the, the general progression of, of the business. Um, and TED Talk, TED Talk's on the oh, list. Cool. Yeah, I'd like to do a TED Talk in New York, actually. Um, so watch the space. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as far as that, I, I don't really have any other, I mean, I do a lot of awesome stuff, get to do a lot of awesome stuff. Um, I love to travel, so there's just lots of places I'd like to go, probably more so than like crazy things I'd like to do. Mm. I just like to experience more cultures and countries and, you know. Meet nice. more amazing people. Beautiful. Yeah. And dinner with, if you had uh, to have three people at your next dinner or event, mm -hmm. or what it, is there a dream speaker, guest, yeah. um, someone you want to get at some stage? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, initially, if the people that came to my mind that were already in my mind before you asked that question, <laughs> Tony Robbins. Like, I would yeah. love to hang out with him before, you know, before you, you don't get the chance because he was so pivotal. Um, Tony Robbins. Probably Oprah, because she's done mm. just insane things with her life. Um, who would be another one? Um, oh, Tony Robbins, Oprah, and probably like Ryan Gosling. Nice. <laughs> I yeah, just watched him on a movie indulged. the other day. Yeah. Yeah. He's so hot. So probably him. Um, <laughs> For good measure. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, I got two last ones. because Amazing. What's the... My friend Ryan, he always talked about like pain, and Tony talks about this like pain being a big motivator and yeah. having to like re engineer it. Is there any, uh, what's, <clears throat> is there some pain that drives you to do mm. what you do? Is it um, yeah. relationships? Is it not being seen? Is it, uh, you know, life's short, you're going to miss out on this mm. stuff? Is there something that kind of. I think it's a combination of lots of those things. Yeah. Um, I think probably a lot of it is pain of like, I don't want to work an office job because that's like the death to my soul. So mm -hmm. um, pain of that and like pain of, um, pain of regret, I think is a big one. Like knowing you could make an impact and create something for yourself and not doing it. Like, and I think there's a pain of missing out of so many experiences. Like there's so many amazing things going on around the world that like you're never going to get the chance so many people you will like won't get the chance to meet things you won't get the chance to do it's like there's no time to waste yeah. like i want to do all of that amazing stuff so like thinking about missing out on that like is like too much oh. <laughs> so got to work to make it happen that's good word yeah. of the tea mastery said if everyone knew how short life was mm. they'd be like a woman whose hair was on fire and there's a <laughs> pond next to her they'd be that quick to get seriously to want to do everything yeah and, um that just made me think of that. Yeah. And, and yeah, flip, there is so much happening, isn't so there? So much. It's, and it's, it's a balance, exciting. it's a balance, I think, too, between letting it drive you and not letting it like turn you into a maniac mm -hmm. either, you know, like, oh my God, I have to like hustle and work so hard and burn out and like create like a crazy freak, you know, like it's that balance of the yin and the yang, like let it drive you, but don't let it like destroy you, you know, and run you into the ground, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Balance things, an interesting one. Um, and,
a spirit animal. Oh, you got? yeah, I feel like a lion because yeah. I get cold, told to have lion hair all the time. So I feel <laughs> like I just kind of go towards a lion. <laughs> Beautiful. And you got a wonderful dress on too. I like the, the top. It's very cool. Colors, yeah. Um, and I might do a little, I like to do like one little video or message. Yeah, since, sure. And since you're kind of a more of a pro than I, I getting them out, um, is there... Oh. Do you mind if I record it? Yeah, go to town. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. What is it? It's easy to ask, ask for forgiveness. Yeah, ask yeah, for forgiveness. Yeah. Totally. Um, cool. So is there any one piece of advice or kind of just one message that comes to mind that you'd Oof. share? Maybe it's something you'd give to your 20-year-old 20 20 self or mm. someone who's wanting to... Damn, it's just like the Lewis House question at the end there. I ain't got to think about like what greatness means to you. Um, something even simple like yeah, that um, you're trying to work on. or I would just say like start now, all of it, like everything. Like, you know, don't put off anything you're trying to create, whether it's relationships, health, business, anything. Like start now. Beautiful. Yeah. It's up to me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Amen. Thanks, Sam. Peace. Um, cool. I think we can uh, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Thank you very much. That Pleasure. was great. And, and I Fun. actually like Lewis House. I like how he thanks people for mm. the work they're doing. And I've noticed yeah, it's a nice reading thing. that book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, and just being like looking for the greatness people are doing mm. and saying, you know, you're doing an awesome it. job and all the people you're helping, all the yeah. people want to refer to you now and, mm. um, and even for your time. And I remember when you first messaged me to do one yeah, and didn't quite get around to it or whatever, but it's so nice to, yeah. to hear your story and share it. So, yeah. No, uh, that was really fun. It's, yeah, it's fun. And you're a good interviewer, you know, it's like, it's, it's a good thing. It's lots of juicy little things coming out there, like some good mix of like deep questions yeah. and like random stuff because i think that sometimes that random stuff is really fun oh, as well it's good. Yeah, you can't take it too seriously yeah, yeah totally like, you have a bit of ryan gosling in your life sometimes yeah in the <laughs> excitement please <time>. yeah seriously <laughs> everyone needs a bit of that in their yeah. life um no, i'm super good. amped for your events and stuff and can't wait to get to one yeah so no it'll be good to have you along for too. sure yeah totally i'm always Beautiful. up for a good collaboration you know spread the word get it out there everyone's got such you know everyone's doing such cool stuff as well yeah. that's the thing like these days everyone just has so many like ideas and passions that they're trying to like get out there because what's like what's your is it like plant-based food like what's your like I'm passionate no about it's this? it's changing after seeing i think tony mm -hmm. and um going like full into like more like the rich roll plant-powered yep. Thing and then backing Wim off the Hoff touch thing. and being like, am I into, what am I actually after? And and then talking like Ben Warren about like sustainability and environment. I think a lot of people care about that. Yeah. But I was like realizing what things come naturally to me that mm. I find easy and yep. being kind of silly and happy and lighthearted. Totally. I like find, I realize like not many people find. <laughs> yeah. And, and to be vulnerable and. Yeah. To step into that space, which is really natural for me. Mm. Um. So I think like health and happiness, but the, the creative side of that too, which, yeah. you know, I, I listened to a talk with the Dalai Lama, um, our friend of the Dalai Lamas and how they were just joking, pulling pranks all the time. Yeah. And, and I feel like... Playfulness. Yeah. Mm. When you're really at your best. And so to unleash people, like say lifting the veil up and helping yeah. unleash that. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. Everybody so needs that. I'm I think so bad like at doing unleash that. the health and happiness aspect yeah. of coaching. I <laughs> it's funny because my dad used to be an awesome 
entrepreneur coach for kind of oh, really? all, of, all of this kind of stuff. Did he? And it's like not to um, you know, recognize how awesome it is. Yeah. Tell me everything. But I was talking about he's like just don't do business because you haven't done that. You know, mm. it's like teaching what you know. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I've done breathing. I can do yeah crazy adventures and, and talk to that stuff but I can't talk to um or like being creative I can't talk to like yeah. running a big company or yeah. um and so I guess realizing your strengths and what you got to offer totally I love that yeah, I think being at the end of that last podcast we did he said if you give everyone a day off to figure mm-hmm. out what they love to do and then ha- figure out a way to monetize it that would be as, yeah so it's awesome that you're doing just that doing it yeah Yeah. and i mean like freaking heck man it's been a journey like it's only really now that i'm feeling like okay cool this is happening now you know like Mm. takes it's time you know but i definitely feel like yeah this is it's all up leveling now which is super exciting you know but um but that would be amazing like playfulness workshops or something like honestly like people don't do that like that's uh we live in this like world of less like go go achieve achieve and like that's just something people find so hard to do you know myself included mm. no, that's, like, that's great yeah appreciate you the could be the playfulness in. coach the senior the tip top in new york <laughs> yeah <laughs> man <do> seriously <laughs> what about you what's on the bucket list um i've been writing down uh or the dream girl oh, whatever yep. that looks like yeah um I'm trying to get clearer on that yeah. for all the goals, but um, I realized how happy I was when I spend time with like a really good friend. And then if yeah. it's like a lover to it's even mm-hmm. better. Yeah. I'm not going to deny that. Yeah. Uh, that's probably the <laughs> no, highest. No, that's human um, nature. So trying to lift my standards so I can attract that person. I love Tony yeah, cool. and he said, write down the attributes of that person specifically and then what they would look for in a person. So totally. I'm like, we should have said that. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, do I want, I'm barefoot all the time. Do I want a girl that's looking for a barefoot? You know, even though I'm yeah, do you want a barefoot a... girlfriend? Yeah. yeah. Like, do, am I considering those kind of things? Yeah. Like how I might mm-hmm. um, impress myself on other people? Um, that's a big uh, one. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like, okay, this is what I want. Okay, so this is who I need to become. <laughs> all yeah. of those things. Yeah. Lift those standards. Eh? Yeah. Um, or even saying like how you, you know, you got specific on your style of business coaching as yeah. well. But that, having a piece of land or a house in Tiara, I love the energy nice. of a city. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, apartment in the city, like a New York loft vision. <laughs> yep. um, and then a ski lodge too. I love the mountains. Oh, yeah. So that's, and then a few, yeah, Tokyo, New York mm. to go to, one arm handstand. Oh, I'm yeah. trying to write them down every morning and night. I haven't done yeah, them nice. today. Um, <laughs> and then a passive income of $1,000 from sustainable business. And a larger net worth goal. A week, and then month, yeah? A week, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think that works out to be like 1.3 million saved if it's invested in just like a passive fund. So it's that's done, quite interesting. done the numbers. Yeah, I've been yeah. looking into that a little it's bit. cool. And Tony's other books and then... Um, oh, his finance books? Yeah. He's big on that at the moment, hey? Really cool. Yeah. I think that might be... Oh, and then Salsa, yeah, the Salsa Spanish... Oh, okay. And, yeah. Uh, like learning Spanish. And guitar is kind of the fun, you know, be bad and yeah. learn some of these skills. I'm like, why haven't I kind of put it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think it's a Kiwi thing too because we're so, like in the language piece. Like we don't, we're just this island and like we don't really learn languages here. Yeah. It's like, we're just too isolated. The immersion once you're over there, it feels. Yeah. Hey, have you got any others that come to. Yeah, like bucket list thing yeah or um well obviously the partner thing too totally mm. i mean that's yeah um 
and then yeah I mean I'd love I've, I've always wanted to have like two to three houses like around the world so like live you know one in America maybe one in like somewhere else and one here maybe you know like and split my time that's always been something I've seen happening um one by the beach like with a really nice rolling wave <laughs> like mellow <laughs> rolling wave um and yeah I mean my like my business is such my baby like I just want it to be I'm so driven for it like I really want that to be kind of everything I want it to be so um and then yeah all the other stuff like health I mean elite health and like you know like if I had my like my ideal life would be like I would have like a life coach, a business coach, a meditation teacher, a personal trainer, like a personal chef. You know what I mean? Like I actually legitimately would. I was saying this to my mom the other day and she's like, oh God, like, I mean, there's a, there's a level. And I'm like, no, like if you want to be like elite, like imagine if you started your day like that every day and then ended up with like a personal masseuse, like yeah. life would be... Pr- personal like, masseuse is like, that is up there. That, yeah. that was like literally the thing that I remember thinking because I've always, like I have always been really driven, like I've wanted like lots of money or whatever, and less so now about the money, but um, that was the first thing I always, I was like, I'm going to have a personal masseuse. I'm going to live on my property. It's <laughs> like... When I was like, I don't know, like 15 or something. Uh, I mean, that's like, that. yeah. all we can do. We can Seriously. talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all of it. I mean, imagine how your life would be like. Yeah. Would like that. I mean, amazing. Oh, let's make mindset it happen. would be like, yeah, totally. That's what I'm working on it. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. That was fun. Super fun. Kia Maya. Doug, that was wonderful with M. I really had a great time. So we're doing these intros and outros at the same time. I should do them on the day, I think, because I kind of lose. I'm trying to sum it up in my head, <laughs> even being there with trying to skip through and re-listen to the whole thing again. But I really loved her message of starting now and being passionate about business and wellness. She had a, fo- a real focus, so I took a lot out of that. Of just getting started and how she just started with a couple of clients for like a year and she kept her regular job and she kept going and it was so great to see her for her first week as a full-time coach so if you can support her get to her events get to uh, meet her and and become a client or just have a sounding board session with her um, I think that'd be a, a great thing to do um, and yeah thank you Oh, and the last piece on the the coach uh, suggestion, it's another Tony Robbins kind of trick is is to find mentors or people you want to emulate and just copy their methods. And so all the great athletes and uh, Zen masters and philosophers uh, business people they've all had coaches board of trust you know like a board of directors or mentors or these people in their lives and they're so essential to success the wisdom of people that have come before us and already already stood in those steps um, so if it's just someone that's ahead of you if you can get them to help help lead the way uh, it takes years and years of struggles and ups and downs away it just kind of you can just fast forward that whole process and I kind of thought it was a badge of honor to try and do so many things by myself and 
and there is there is a time and a place for that I think to like just grind something out but in general following the the tips and tricks of someone that's, that's been there even they talk about you know if you want to go to Mars for the first time someone's been to the moon for the first time people have given it something completely different you think no one's done someone's innovated or invented something new or done this crazy race or maybe something super small that just lost a few pounds or whatever whatever it might be they made some more friends they've learned to hug better they've learned to make love better they've they've sold out uh i've got a bit of a had a rash on my foot they've fixed that before you know <laughs> people have done everything um just that curiosity and hunger to make it happen there's no such thing as not having enough resources if you're resourceful so be resourceful, be hungry, and you'll, you'll find a way. So get started, get a coach, make it happen. Much love, think less, experience more. Doug, it's always a pleasure to have you tuning in. I'm going to bring you that vitamin D-O-U-G more often now. Get on the Instagram. We're putting some more videos up on there. And the newsletter as well. I'm going to be doing some big events. It's happening. Get the newsletter. Send you the daily best song of the week, books, the works. Just a little tidbit to get you kind of smiling and inspiring and making a start on whatever you want to do that makes you happy, that makes you healthy, that makes you and the world a better place. So much love. Thank you. Hope you dug it. As always, think less, experience more. And I've uh, decided to go with Franco Hickey again, playing us out this week. And uh, a friend was just mentioning to me the power of Keratana. I'm like, that's right, Franco, he's the boss of Kuratan when you sing more too. So here's Franco, the Gayatri. Check them out too. Much love. Sing along. Do it. Trust without fear